Welcome to Gain That Tune. going on everybody it's game that tune back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we've got john regan with us say hey hey we've got david fleming say hey hey and we've got the game that tune champion jesse moore say hey hey hell yeah fellas welcome back game that tune in the house for episode 255 and my god fellas uh, we got a fantastic show coming up for you guys tonight uh, if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, what we're going to do is listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs, a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the glorious Game That Tune champion, El Idolo, Jesse Moore. And uh, Jesse, you've got the theme for this week's episode. What do we got? Oh, just... Uh games in games so basically games that have games in them other games mm -hmm. lots of games right mini games games mm. yeah. the Some theme last game. week expressed was mini games yeah. uh, so yes yeah uh, games within games mini mini games or you know some sort of sub game start playing a game and then your character comes across a game that needs to be played and you have to then play that game it's, we heard uh, you like games so we put games in your games and why would you do that? Hmm. It seemed obligatory. Oh, okay. I thought it was so that we could play a game while we played our games, David. Oh, you okay. got to complete the meme, bro. <laughs> See, I thought you uh, were like, why are you bringing <laughs> up Pimp Your Eye? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> it's okay. I was just counting on you to fill in that blank. Nobody remembers the last part of that meme. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I think we got a, a pretty great show coming up. Because, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of how far back, like, you know, when's, like, Obviously, we're not game historians, but like, how early on was like a mini game a concept within games? Because it seems like back in the day, games, you know, what you saw was what you got. You know, it's, it's, you know it does one thing. Mario, no mini games. 1988. Okay, David, is that when your game is from? Uh, no, that is me pulling a year out of my ass. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, just, you know, it feels like, in my mind, mini games are more of a recent development. But obviously they're not. I mean, like, you know, there have been little side things and whatnot. Like that. So actually, that's a question. Like, you know, Jesse, not that this affects the, you know, theme or, you know, starting of the game in any way, but like Mario Brothers 3. Mini games in that? Yes. Yeah. Like the little card shuffling thing and the right. the item selecting memory game. Yeah. That's what those are mini games. Those okay. Are games just games. Right, yeah, because I mean, those, you know, it's not like you can go back and play those again and again or anything like that. I, yeah, just, you know, I, I was just, I'm just thinking out loud here, just, uh, you know, wondering about when mini games started becoming a thing. And I mean, really, one of the things that I think in my mind always dictated mini games was being able to go back and play them again. I lost a lot of time in some RPGs playing some card games and shit because nobody was enforcing the storyline on me. I loved it, but. Anyway, uh, I think we got a lot of potential fun in this week's episode. So we got five fantastic games. We've got a great fan request. And uh, guys, let's just uh, start it up. So, uh, Johnny, play game one. And then 
during that game play each song as a, a mini game of game one. Uh, Think about it. Man. The songs are the mini games of game that tune. Yeah. Should we guess after every song on this episode? Yes. Uh, okay. No. Game one. Oh, I think we should now. <laughs> Jesse, I'm figuring this out. That goes on for three minutes. Is that all it is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna keep it going, right? Yeah, yeah. No. What's your guess, John? Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, okay. Super Mario Brothers one. No Incorrect. points for John yet. game in this game is given a brief description in the manual um but some of the descriptions cover games from early development that are actually not in the game so you're just boned
Jeez, that song is so good. There's no right to be at all. <laughs> oh. All right, let's see what you guys got. <clears throat> oh my god. Oh my god. John, come on. Come on. Oh, John's got nothing, and, and Johnny and David with the correct answer. Action 52. Oh, uh, America's Sweetheart. I used this as bonus music one time, I think. Yeah. I think you did. Mm. But yeah, this game has uh, 52 games in this game. That's a lot. And uh, they're all just the worst. But they're all game. horrible. <laughs> and, uh, um... Appar uh, I, so I recently watched a video about this game that shines some more <laughs> interesting things about this game. Uh, like, when you bought this game, only 50 of the games actually worked. <laughs> so <laughs> you didn't actually get all 52, which is maybe a good thing, because, I mean... Uh, yeah, this I game is... Like, they're all, like, horrible space shooters or... Like very bad platformers, and they just like change a few like colors around, and and some of the graphics, and and um, the it's it's bad, man. And they the last game was the Cheetahmen, and like right. that was supposed to be like a breakout, like multimedia explosion. They had a cartoon they were working on, and uh, and it definitely was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you you can find like the pilot on YouTube, and it's. It's rough. Like the animation is okay, but like the voices are so terrible. Uh, like there was a comic book. They're like they're gonna have action figures. Um, there was gonna be a standalone game for Cheetahmen. Like it was just they really dropped the ball on this thing. Or they just overplayed their hand. They thought they had something and they're really gonna try to launch the Cheetahmen, and no one cared. <laughs> Turns out. Maybe you should have just made the Cheetahmen instead of trying to make 52 shitty games packed into one cartridge. I'm just spitballing here. Yeah. Like, uh, that's what was throwing me off. I, you know, I thought I recognized that song, and yes, I believe John did use that as bonus tunes at some point during the history of Game That Tune. But he obviously didn't mention it being Action 52. I feel, I feel like he mentioned it being Cheetahmen, and that being that obscure of a reference, obviously it never came into my brain as I was attempting to, you know, come up with why I kind of knew that song. Son of a bitch! That's, uh... Hell of a pull, Jesse! Hell of a pull! <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna use a completely different game, and then I watched that video and was like, you know what? I think this we need to talk about this train wreck. I wanna uh, know... Is this is this maybe the first unlicensed game we've used on Game That Tune? <laughs> like, huh? Maybe that's a good question. I do yeah. love um, this this line from the Wikipedia article. Critical reaction to Action Fifty Two has been consistently negative. All what? game editor Skylar Miller described the game as quote an unlicensed but legal multi cart. Uh huh. <laughs> so he just said what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> This is a game, but right. it's 52 games. I, I have nothing bad to say about this game. I will only say facts about this game. <laughs> this game is unlicensed. It is legal to play this game. Although if he, End of if review. He was, <laughs> if he was saying the truth, he couldn't say you get 52 games because you only get 50. That's true, yeah. I mean, who could possibly really know that? 
Does okay. anybody out there actually play all 50 games? Like, hey, yes. you know what? When I went to Burger King as a kid and I ordered chicken tenders, I would count and make sure I got the right number of chicken tenders every single time. So if I got a copy of Action 52 as a kid, I absolutely would go through and see if I can actually have 52 playable games. And if not, I would make my dad take it back to the store and get you know, a new I'm copy not... with 52 <laughs> games. And so I, be- I believe they also said, though, oh, you have to unlock those games. That's why they don't work. And, like, you have to beat certain games on there to unlock those games. And actually, Oh, wow. And that wasn't actually true. It was just bad That's coding. really, really funny. <laughs> but they're like, yeah, just you gotta beat uh, this game, this game, and this game in a certain order, and then they unlock. That's that's the ticket. God. But since those games were so, like, horrible, and you couldn't beat any of the games on that card. Well, and also, like, I seem to, because I've never played this, but I've, like, watched videos about it and seen people try to do playthroughs, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's 52 unique games, but a lot of them are just the exact same game with, like, different (laughs) backgrounds. So, like, yeah, it's it's a side-scrolling, like, space shooter, like, Gradius or whatever, and then there's a different game where it's the same thing. But instead of a black background, it's a green background, and you're playing as like a bumblebee shooting things. It's like, oh yeah, totally different game. And See, then, it, and then in the Cheetahman game, a lot of the enemies are enemies from the other fifty-one games. So it's just, of course. Now, I mean, it, it's interesting, man. That seems like a concept that would have not been done necessarily in like the early 90s. That seems like more of a late 90s kind of like CD-ROM shareware kind of bullshit concept. Like to put out a cart with that kind of dumb shit on it makes it just takes a lot of work, man. It makes me really just confused as to why I even bother. <laughs> I love uh, it. <laughs> I, I think they could have gone uh, over a little bit better if maybe it was 52 games uh, with the Cheetah Men in all of them. That, Very true. That, like, I would love 52 minigames with a cohesive theme of maybe all the same characters, right? So, like, Cheetah Men in space, you got Cheetah Men puzzle matching, you yeah, know, Cheetah Men Mahong. You want to play WarioWare. Oh, but yeah. Cheetah Men. And see, so my question actually is, how long are all the games? Like, <laughs> yeah, is it like a level, or like, is there a full game for each of these things? Like, it's it's not a question of how long is the game, but how long will you last? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How long would you keep playing? Because a, you want to, or <laughs> or b, it's uh, not as difficult, you know. But they're all like stupid hard. Like, hmm. like the platforming is not going to be good. The hit detection on the shooting is not going to be good. Right, um, sure. It's, it's all just bad, 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 hmm. bad. 52 bad games. Because, see, that, I mean, that's the thing. Like, why not just take the Cheetah Men and make a level or make a game with 52 levels? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, what the fuck were these guys thinking trying to pull this on people? Like, just. So before they were going to have the Cheetah Men, the final game was going to be the hardest levels from every one of the games. And right. you just had to beat them back to back to back to back, which that kind of sounded cool if the other 51 games were worth a damn. Right. Yeah, like a challenge game. If you yeah. It'd be kind of dope. Like, you know, like a boss rush from Mega Man, but 
all the hardest levels from the 51 games you previously vanquished. Yeah, it's like cool. a boss rush from Mega Man, except instead of eight robot masters, it's literally every single robot master. Yeah, and you haven't uh, unlocked the tools to like be beat any of them. It's just <laughs> impossibly shitty hard. Oh my god, that sounds, sounds that sounds awesome. Yeah, I actually would love that. I would love a Mega Man boss rush, no power ups. Yeah, all Buster, baby. <laughs> no e tanks. <laughs> so nope. You and the robot. Oops, yeah. all Buster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, wow, man, uh, this, uh, what a way to start, Jesse, what a pick. What a pick. Is this, is this the exact game you had in mind when you selected this theme? No, not at all. Like I said, okay. I had a complete other <laughs> game involved or in, in, in my mind. And then I kind of thought, I bet someone else is going to pick that game. And so we'll see, you know, and, um, maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. But either way, yeah. once, once I was influenced to pick this game, I was like, well, I think this will be fun. And that Cheetahman song is really fucking good. It shouldn't Oh, be, it's a bop! But it's really good. Yeah. Shit bop. <laughs> Shit bop, yeah, there you go. Let's uh, Johnny program that as a command into the uh, radio oh. stream for us, please. <laughs> uh, really good um, songs from shitty games. Shit bop. <laughs> I mean, that's been a big hallmark of us and I would dare say all video game music podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that comes up an awful lot. Uh, Jesse, uh, you know, fantastic pick. Um, now, I assume we have to <laughs> listen to all 51 of your other picks before moving on to game two? Yes. Son of a bitch. All right, Johnny, start him up. Game two. So let's see this uh this game got some mixed reviews when it came out it's got a score of 76 on the ps2 74 on the xbox and uh 72 on the gamecube according to metacritic um what many of the complaints are based on some of the extra dvd content having poor stuttering quality and the menu not being pleasant to look at and some of the games being difficult to control 
But the reviewers did say that the collection was worth getting, even if the games didn't entice you at first. guys let's uh see answers <sighs> sorry man i don't know where i left my writing device tonight there it is Okay, let's see here. Uh, so, Jesse says Sega Genesis Collection Classics, or Sega Genesis Classics Collection, uh, which is incorrect. John says Namco Museum, which is incorrect. David says Peter Gunn's Video Game Collection, which is the closest but incorrect. This is uh, Midway Arcade Treasures. Spy Hunters on there, isn't it? Yes. Okay. I mean, how out of those three answers was David's the closest? Jesse and I both guessed retro fucking compilation games. What's wrong with you? Yeah, because David said Peter's Guns theme, and uh, which is used in Spy Hunter. Peter Guns theme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's Peter Guns theme, but like, our answers were still closer than that. <laughs> we're all wrong. Don't get me wrong, but like, yeah. Wait, uh, you just said you're wrong. Young- John just wants to be less wrong than me. Exactly. <laughs> I, I wanted to be acknowledged that I was in the fucking realm of possibility here. Like, There's not even any points up. <laughs> like, what, what is, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. My closeness must be acknowledged. <laughs> oh, so yeah, this is, uh, this what is the, fuck, John. <laughs> this is Midway Arcade Treasures, a collection of uh, 24 arcade games uh, released on the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox. Does this have Sinistar on it? It does. That game is wild. And it's also got um, Gauntlet, which is the first track we heard. It's got 720 Degrees, the skateboarding game, which is the second track we heard, and the final track being Spy Hunter. And, uh, yeah. I, um... I thought I would bring a little bit of controversy, because the theme before we started the show is many games. Yeah. And, and then we started the show, it became games with the games. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, crap. Seriously, Jesse, this is why you need to speak the theme as you spoke it in last week's episode. Because Johnny is ripe for a game overing 
based on the theme of mini games. But no, Jesse had to say games within games, which I would still argue this is not that. This is a compilation of games. John, is there an overarching story in which you go through these games? And Absolutely play the... not. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> hi, John. But these are these arcade games are also tiny, right? They're mini games. So I argue arcade that this... games are some of the largest games in the world, John. Well, no, but not these arcade games because a lot of these are from like 1982. You know, like. A lot of these arcade games are maybe a few kilobytes tops. No, 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 no. They're tiny talking games. Data size. We're talking about cabinet size, John. Arcade games are some of the largest games in the world. Nearly all other games are smaller than arcade games. Oh man, can you imagine a giant arcade game that's filled with many arcade games, and you <laughs> you put it in your quarter and you choose your arcade game, a little mini arcade game comes out, you have to play it on like a teeny tiny joystick and teeny yeah, little, tiny one buttons. of those little things you can buy at Walgreens comes out and it plugs into your TV. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. so it's like like a, a big Coke machine, but like instead of a Coke, a little arcade machine comes out. Yeah, a mini, ar- a mini arcade game vending machine. What about a giant Coke machine? Oh, Vin's they're all arc- out of Galaga. <laughs> Vin's arcade games. Galaga. Like uh, like Liu Kang's Fatality, where it just drops a fucking arcade cabinet on you. Oh yeah. No. I would also I would also like uh, a gacha game, a gacha arcade game thing where you uh you know you go to the the, the Sunnies and you go to the sticker machine and next to the sticker machine is a little uh little machine you put in a few quarters and get a little tiny mini arcade game out of it. Uh, the Homies arcade game series, you know, and uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> Man, it, yeah, if homies were like amiibos and they unlock games for you to play, man, I would have kept all my homies. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those guys. Um, man, Johnny, uh, I still think you fucked this up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I guess based on, like I said, the way Jesse announced the theme at the beginning of the episode, I guess he didn't. So what's your favorite game that's in this, man? Tell us about <sighs> some of these games. Man, my whole plan was to get game over, and I'm not ready to actually talk about this. Just, well, I mean, Jesse you know, did a real heel I'm, move by changing the theme at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I'm, do, I'm, baby. Looking the, I'm looking at the list. There's 24 <laughs> arcade games in because this is Midway Arcade Treasures 1, right? Yeah. Start the lightning round. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just like, I'm looking at, there's 24 games, and of those, like six maybe seven sound familiar i'm like what the fuck are these games Let all right just... david what what aren't you familiar with well i'm looking at 720 degrees blaster wait bubbles. wait 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 hold on <laughs> no we're not gonna actually do a lightning round um, <laughs> um did anybody else know that they made a sequel to joust yeah yes. it's, all, it's all right it's pretty good but a sequel I, I would imagine that would be the most logical like one of, of them all. Like joust with more stuff. Makes perfect sense. Spy Hunter 2 is trash. It's so not good. It's ugly and just dog shit. The first hmm. Spy Hunter though is, is great. That's the one with the rock? Yes. No. <laughs> Dope. Um Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. All these games they're familiar enough. I mean I you know. I don't really uh, have any love for any of these games. Like, you know, who really loves the original Rampage? That's pretty good. Well, I'm looking at like, it's fine. Rampart, which is a a game that combines shoot 'em up and puzzle, 
and apparently set in like medieval times. It's like pretty fun. What the fuck is? Th- I've never heard of this. I thought that was that Woody Harrelson movie where he oh. like really didn't get how Reddit AMAs work. I don't know if you do. You guys remember that whole thing? Woody Harrelson. No. Go, Woody Harrelson goes on Reddit. To, he goes on Reddit to do an Ask Me Anything thread, and he's there to promote Rampart. And anybody, time anybody asked him a question that wasn't about Rampart, he just felt like, sorry, but I really just here to talk about Rampart. <laughs> so it was Ask Me Anything about Rampart. Yeah. It was not really an Ask Me Anything. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Oh, poor Woody. Uh, um, yeah, no, I want to know about this. Johnny, tell us about Satan's Hollow. God, that sounds dope. It really does sound dope, and I don't know a whole lot about it, to be honest, and I need to go check it out. I do know it's some kind of like fixed shooter game. Yeah, um, I love it. The, the description. The player must shoot flying formations of gargoyles in order to pick up pieces of a bridge that must be built over a river of lava. Once the bridge is complete, the player can cross it to face Satan. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> awesome. That sounds so cool. Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, I'm not so much into this uh, this collection, man. I would not have, uh, I would never have bought this. Yeah, that's pretty never. disappointing too. That it includes like DVD content of like behind the scenes videos and stuff like that. But apparently, apparently the videos stutter and are just ah, generally poor quality. It's like how that does suck because that would almost actually make it more intriguing. Like, here's the thing about old arcade games; they're all fine. I don't really want to play them in the like. I, I I'll pay a quarter to play them once somewhere else outside my house i will not pay forty dollars to buy a collection of them to own and play in my house so then you know add some dvd special features about like you know the making of these games okay now you, now you might be enticing some of the uh some of the arcade enthusiasts out there but um yeah if the video quality sucks then what's even the point man what the fuck you bought you know bought a bunch of games from the 80s and a bunch of fucking videos that won't load yeah <laughs> disappointing <laughs> Well, also, it's it's like Midway Arcade Treasures, and there's not a single Mortal Kombat game in here. There's not a like a single Midway Sports game in here. Like, right. yes, there is. Seven twenty is skateboarding. Yeah, seven twenty is skateboarding. So, so okay. yeah, David. But it's clear that like, <laughs> Jesus, Jesse. <laughs> just, just... Based on the list, they were going pre Mortal Kombat. That's why these were the arcade treasures. The latest game on this list is from 1990, and Smash TV. Smash TV's dope. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, I can see how it's maybe appealing to some retro gaming enthusiasts back in 2003 on the PlayStation 2, but like, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, David's right. We'd need a, a 90s Midway collection. I want some, uh, some Mortal Kombat, some NBA Jam shit. Like, you know, that's, uh, that would be much more my speed. But, uh, you know, this stuff, eh. Nah, I could I could miss this. Yeah, I I feel like this is something that gets sold to somebody who maybe grew up. If you grew up during the golden age of arcades, right? In now the, hold in on, the, this has Tubin. This does have Tubin. Tubin. Uh, okay, now hold on. You know, now we might be talking. What a game, Tubin. You guys, any of you guys play Tubin? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, no, we all lived in Florida. We went Tubin. Exactly. That's what made it so appealing. It's so much more exciting than actual tubing. You don't get. I love go, and I love going tubing. Don't get me wrong, but tubing. Oh man, what an action-packed version of going tubing! And it only costs you a quarter, and you get no sunburn. I actually Hmm. got pretty sunburned at most arcades, but uh, that may have been a me issue. What the fuck are? 
are you going to that had UV lights? Again, Those big open air three. arcades. All right, this is our fan request. Um, <clears throat> this game received positive reviews. According to Metacritic, the only version that did not receive generally positive reviews or universal claim is the DSiWare version, which received mixed or average reviews. <laughs> 
the one who planted me here. I'm just a sunflower, but you need power and entire infantry. You like the taste of brains, we don't like zombies. I used to play football. Don't protect my head. I have a screen door shield. We are the I like a tricycle. Dirt on my head. I'm gonna eat your brain. We are the undead. correct answers. Woof. John <laughs> says Peggle Knights. That's incorrect. And David and Johnny say Plants vs. Zombies, which is correct. Even. There you go. This is Plants vs. Zombies, our fan request in the Discord channel by Mork. And, uh, so yeah, this game. Um, y'all play Plants vs. Zombies? I, I have. Yeah. I was I say, you know, I never have. Didn't this start as like a Flash game or something? I recall playing it like on a web browser, but I could be wrong. Um, I forget how it started, but I know it was in like 2009 and uh, it was like everywhere and they um, put it on phones and and uh, it was one of those first like phone and like video game console games. It's like, oh, you could play, uh, you know, on anything. Um, they even like started referencing it in other games. I remember in a, uh, a WoW expansion, they made a whole uh, mini game of Plants vs Zombies, where you could like plant different plants and fight off uh, the Forsaken and stuff. It was interesting. Hmm. Uh, they uh, they even had some spinoffs of Plants vs Zombies, where they turned it into like a shooter game, which was like a like a um, character based like squad shooter, and like the different zombies or plants like did different things. And I've heard that it's it's actually pretty fun. Um, I was gonna say, wasn't that like a big E three reveal like last year or the year before, where it was Plants vs Zombies coming back, but as like a third-person shooter? 
that was a while a while ago it seems like it was like called garden warfare um <laughs> but yeah they're 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 pretty neat uh, they're like tower defense games the original ones you know you got these like special flowers that you don't want your zombies to eat so you gotta like grow other flowers that'll attack the uh, zombies and there's different kinds of zombies and different kinds of plants and um just one of those games that is real addicting and um i don't know i think mark did a pretty good good pick apparently in the in the game you once you beat the story mode you unlock a whole bunch of different like mini games and challenge modes so that's the uh now i can't remember do you strictly play as the plants or can you also play as the zombies uh, it's been a while since i've actually played it i don't i forget that'd be cool if it was like multiplayer and you can play like versus someone as the zombies and vice versa that'd be cool checking out because god did i buy this like in a humble bundle i think i own this game probably <laughs> i think i've owned it for some time yeah yeah i don't think there is a versus but that would be cool i feel like I was maybe gonna try this game because I'm I'm not one for tower defense games, but I feel like this is kind of beginning entry level tower defense, so this would maybe get me into it. But I, for whatever reason, never picked this up. Yeah, yeah I um, I got real big into custom StarCraft maps back in the day with like these tower defense like mini games, you know. Oh, fun! Yeah, so I once I got this, I was like, I can just play this on StarCraft. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just yeah. go back to StarCraft. But that was that was and still is my answer to everything. Like, I'll just go play StarCraft. When was the last time you played StarCraft? Don't don't ask that. That oh. let's, let's, just, let's we're talking about players versus zombies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> John, do you have strong feelings on Plants vs. Zombies? Ah, oh, man. I was I'm... about to say, John, for our audio listeners, do you have strong feelings? I had, I had to really think about it. and No, I, I don't. Um, I, I don't know what it is about this game that repulses me and makes me never want to play it. Probably they just got it started as a mobile game. And I could smell a fucking microtransaction coming a mile away, and I wasn't interested in playing it. Like, mm -mm. something about this game just always just ugh, put a bad taste in my mouth. I I wanted nothing to do with it. All right, John. Just, yeah. What's ugly your little characters? Ugly fucking interface. Ugly fucking game. David. Apparently, there's no microtransactions. The characters are kind of cute. It, it, see, and now I've, if I'm just learning now that there's no microtransactions and I've been avoiding this game mistakenly all these years, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, it's, I think it was before all, you know, the it was just you buy the game and then you have the game. It just played on your phone, too. It was before, you know, people were like, oh, you got to sell a bunch of shit with it. You know? Right. Hmm. All right, David, what's your favorite kind of plant? I've, uh, I'm gonna say Venus flytrap. Okay, now Jesse, what's your favorite kind of zombie? Um, hmm. I kind of like, you know, oh, maybe like one of those like older zombies that's seen some shit 
you know, they're maybe missing an arm. You know, their belly is like really fucked up looking with like kind of guts hanging there. Maybe their jaw is like broken to the side. Like one that's like killed a bunch of people, you know. Okay. So then, John, between the Venus flytrap and Jesse's fucked up belly zombie, who do you think would win? I'm not answering that, John. I'm just going to further expound upon my point about why I didn't care for this game or know about this game. I, I think this game, it, it did precede smartphones, and I, I withstood, you know, the uh, demand, uh, the societal demand to own a smartphone for quite some time. So, like, I think this game just passed me by in its heyday. And then, like, when it started coming out on consoles instead of phones, and it wasn't $3 anymore, it was more dollars than $3, I definitely just wasn't going to buy it. And also, I don't know, somehow the game just never never clicked for me. I, I don't know what it is about this look. And I like Bejeweled, and I like Peggle. You know, the other games from PopCap Games, they're good games. I don't know why I just took one look at Plants vs. Zombies. It was like, eh, that's stupid. I don't want it. Because I also uh, feel like this game predated the like huge zombie craze, so it, it wasn't out when like people were over and tired of zombies. Eh, I mean, it was kind of right in there. I don't know. Maybe, you know... Maybe that's a factor. It, you know, it launched in what, 2009? Like, yeah, that's. Uh, I feel like, really? I thought it was earlier than that. No, no, no. 2009. Yeah, John, it sounds like you really judged this game by its lawn. And um, that's, uh, you know, you really shouldn't judge. I don't know. Someone screencapped that face. I got nothing. I don't know what I'm saying. You gotta be fucking ashamed of yourself, John. What are you doing? I am. Thanks. Man, anyway. Yeah. No, I have Game no... Four. No pithy fucking transition now. Fuck, John. Yeah.
All right, guys. So uh, this game was originally being developed for the Sega Dreamcast, but due to that console's untimely demise, it was ported and became an exclusive for a different console. How you guys feeling? Feeling okay? Good. Johnny should be feeling real okay. Oh shit, okay. Let's see, let's see. Jesse's coming into uh, focus. Johnny says Space Channel 5 Part 2. Disgustingly incorrect. David says Jet Set Radio Future. Sadly incorrect. And Jesse says Super Ball Deluxe. Super Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Ball Deluxe. Well, Jesse, you overshot, man. This is just, it's merely Super Monkey Ball. But I'll give you the point anyway. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's Super Monkey Ball, guys. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Man, how about these monkeys? Little monkeys trapped in balls. So, like, like the homies you would get at the grocery store. You know, you gotta pop those monkeys out of there. Was this the first, um... Was this the first in the Monkey Ball series? Or was this a sequel? Like, was there a Monkey Ball and then a Super Monkey Ball? Well, technically, that's the thing. So there was the, the uh, Japanese arcade game Monkey Ball. It was uh, you know, on the Naomi arcade hardware. And uh, they were going to port that forward as Super Monkey Ball for the Dreamcast. And uh, then the Dreamcast kind of collapsed. And they had to figure out somewhere else to take this thing. So they took it to the GameCube. And it became Super Monkey Ball for the GameCube. The most confusing and, uh, you know, at the time, Japanese thing I'd ever seen for a console launch. Like, I'm sorry, you've got Luigi's Mansion and Rogue Squadron and what exactly? Super Monkey Ball, you say? 
Hmm. Well, we don't have Super Mario, but we have Super Monkeys. Exactly. But we contain them in balls. Right. So like, they're like Pokemon. Know. No. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? I would love this if this was a... Super Monkey yeah. Ball. If this was a monkey in a Pokeball fighting game, like you know, just a you know, you subjugate the monkeys and make them fight for your amusement, little underground monkey fights. But nope, it's uh, it's Super Monkey Ball. It's something completely different than that. And uh, yeah, it didn't make any sense to me back when it came out. I've, I've played a couple of these here and there since then. Uh, the game makes no sense, but uh, you know, I think I'm charmed by them. Like uh, they got that new. Uh, collection coming out later this year, like whatever it is, Super Monkey Ball Mania or something like that. They announced Banana recently. Mania. Banana Mania. Thank you. Um, I, I would almost consider buying that. Like, I, I feel like my patience for these games has only grown with time. Like, you know, I, I don't know if I have like a love in my heart for the Super Monkey Ball games, but I miss the the mini games of them. I miss playing the party games with people. And I think I'd be a little more patient, maybe, with uh, some of the uh, like puzzle, you know, main like game courses. And if they're releasing a compilation with like, you know, a few hundred of these monkey ball courses, that sounds like it might have a little bang for its buck, a little monkey bang for the monkey buck. Because um, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the whole like good old monkey bang of this game is you're not controlling the monkey or the ball; like you control the level. And you have to like it's like Marble Madness, but with yeah, out. no, that I think pretty much only applies to the Wii version. Okay. Um, as I recall it, the you know the original Monkey Ball was you're just rolling a monkey around these uh, courses, and they're yeah, it's a uh, Marble Madness esque. You know, the danger is always in rolling the monkey off the course, and uh, you're trying to collect as many bananas. Like it, it, you know, rolling off the course isn't always necessarily like a game over or a lost life it's just like oh that's only that's how many bananas you get in that course so like you know there's room for error and there's room for learning and mastery um but uh yeah it, uh, it's not just like punishingly incredibly difficult there are some stages as i recall in like some of the later ones where uh like it, it becomes less control and more like a little bit of like sonic action like they get some momentum going and it's like okay hold on that, that like <laughs> All I did was start that monkey down a small ramp, and now the level's kind of playing itself, and it's out of control. Like that's it's not so much fun for me. It's hilarious to watch that poor monkey, you know, roll around in that ball. But like, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I like to actually play the game, not just you know, not make the game happen. I like to play the game. So I don't know. It's um, I, I'm intrigued by that compilation coming out later this year, honestly, because I I feel like it's the kind of crazy shit. Obviously, my son won't be ready for it. He's only, you know, uh, three, so he's not ready for real puzzly games. But I feel like it's kind of colorful shit that I could play, like, alongside him and him find it amusing enough that it could make it into my regular rotation. Like, I, you know, I've been discovering games that he likes to see me play. And uh, uh, the, the key factors seem to be color and sound. So, you know, put some <laughs> monkeys in some balls in some colorful levels he might just go for it. Uh, you know what he really likes watching me play? The painting game. Splatoon? Splatoon? Splatoon 2. He loves watching me just fucking play Splatoon. You know, he's squids flying all over the place and shooting shit with colorful paint. It, he just, you know, he loves it. He watches it, like a, watches it like a fucking cartoon. Um, you know, he's been watching me play Mario Golf. 
Like, you know, he loves it. He loves the dance Luigi does when he gets a birdie. Like, all right, son, you're all right. So these these monkeys and these balls and all these colors and all these bananas, oh, it might just be right up his alley, man. So, son, I'm, uh, I, I know how much you love. Son, I know how much you love Mario Golf. So this weekend we're watching the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> Crack open Daddy, a cold one. Yeah. Why isn't anything happening? <laughs> <laughs> Something yeah. exciting's coming. Son, let me explain my master's tradition to you. I, you know, I don't watch Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. And then we, we wake up late on Sunday. We go to a sandwich shop, order a big fucking cold cut sandwich. Go home, eat that whole sandwich, fall asleep. And then wake up for the final four holes of the Masters, son. That is how you do Masters Sunday. <laughs> so, I was going to say, it's like, son, let me explain my Masters tradition. And you just pull out a giant bottle of wild turkey. So yeah. here's what we do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. He's uh, he's going to learn real good, man. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Monkey Ball, uh, we all played this at some point. I feel like this was definitely a rental for all of us back in the early GameCube days, and we got together and played some of this, right? Like, I got some fond memories of playing Monkey Target with you guys. I don't think so. Like, I've always wanted to play this, but I don't what? think I've ever played a Monkey Ball game. I, I, main, I mainly remember playing this at UF, like in the dorms. Uh, some of my roommates had a GameCube with Super Monkey Ball, and you know we played a lot on that. Gross. Although I'm, I'm looking at this, and I feel very upset that I haven't played this because here are some of the mini games. You've got Monkey Bowling, mm -hmm. Monkey Billiards, oh, yeah. Monkey Fight. Like, uh huh. I want to play some fucking Monkey Fight. Yeah, there's a little, little of that Pokemon aspect in there. Um, they have knives. No, they have balls, Jesse. It's not Super Monkey Knife. What do you? What's wrong with you? Monkey Knife fight. Oh God! So could you imagine oh. Super Monkey Knife? It's like Super Monkey Ball, but they're just like riding around on knives like surfboards. I don't know, man. Have you ever seen a monkey testicle fight? It's pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, seen... Johnny, I haven't. Man. You want to explain that? Okay. You've never seen I, a monkey rip off his own testicles and throw it at the other monkeys? <laughs> that's, that's quite a flex. Okay, I guess I'll be the one to say it. Monkey testicle fight. Episode title? I, I, you know, I don't know that it is. We've been really you know, going down a dark path with these episode like, titles lately. Like, and, logistically, you could only do that move twice. Yeah, what are you... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're gonna go whole hog the first time. <laughs> Do they yeah. use them like bolos, John? You typically yeah. save it for as, you typically save it for your like finisher move. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You gotta rope and tie him. So here's my finishing move. I rip off the testicles. Oh, that's really brutal to your enemy. No, no. I rip my <laughs> testicles. My own testicles off. And, and I, I you know. club the other person into death with them. Mm -hmm. These monkey clackers. Um, God, this new Mortal Kombat game is weird. <laughs> yeah. God, these x-ray moves are disgusting. <laughs> you can see right through the ball the whole time. Um, but yeah. There's a monkey uh, inside yeah. that ball. And I'm sorry, so Jesse, you never played the monkey ball games either? No. Damn, who the fuck did I play this with then? Like, 
some monkeys. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I, you know, I just got a bunch of apes and gave them GameCube controllers and just kind of rolled with it. Like, okay. No, I meant like Davy Jones and uh, the other guy. No, no, oh, okay, yeah. You can I, type I, out the works of Shakespeare later. We got to play some fucking monkey paw. I it was the worst of times. I, I do see <laughs> how you... Smith, you fucking idiot. I do see how you hung out with a bunch of gorillas. <laughs> you could remember it as hanging out with me, but no, it actually wasn't me in that case. Right. It was the actual gorillas. It was actually <laughs> gorillas. I mean, but like, you know, I had I have some fuzzy memories of playing some monkey target with somebody, at least right. one other somebody. It was <laughs> a Coco. Target. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe target. it was like Michael. What are you what, what are you insinuating with those air quotes, Jesse? <laughs> like I'm sure somehow it's a sex thing. I don't know, but I'm sure somehow. All right, John. There's only one way to say monkey shot. One of the games is monkey shot. The only way to resolve this. What do you think you hit the monkey target with? The monkey ball. The only way to resolve this dilemma here, John, you got to drop trial and show us that you still have your testicles. Yeah. How you know I didn't participate in the uh, the old monkey target, huh? You know, I, I don't want to be the one to get this podcast canceled, but yeah. <laughs> it, it, that'll be in the post show. That'll be a Patreon exclusive. My time. That's it. Back to um, Winnipeg. Yeah, um, but now the game's fun, man. Like the, the the mini games are a lot of fun. The you know they had like billiards and golf and fucking monkey bowling, um, and you know the highlight of the whole thing was monkey target. Like you know it's you roll up you roll your ball down a ramp, launch it off. Press a button to open the monkey ball like a hang glider and then hang glide to a target and try to drop in the middle of the target and collect bananas and get closest to the center of the target. It's perfect drunken nonsense minigaming. Like, you know, the actual like super fun. The main puzzle game of the game is fun and all well and good. But man, when you get, you know, two, three, four guys together and you start monkey targeting, it's just so fun man it, it's you know crazy like if the, if the new one comes out if this compilation comes out and it's got online monkey target that also is going on our list of streams yes. we do nightly we're gonna do mario party hoot nanny and then we're gonna change over for like a you know round robin tournament of monkey target between the four of us every single night guys because i'm telling you it just doesn't get any better than that it's uh it's it's you know really something man um um, I'm sorry, John. I was before we like move on. I think I have to definitely get the remake or the the Banana Mania, just because yeah. I was looking into it. Um, and apparently, it features like different character skins that makes them look like the old GameCube version. You oh, have cool. the classic soundtrack, um, which replaces the soundtrack with the original soundtrack, and there are three playable characters based on the actual Sega Game Gear, Dreamcast, and Saturn. So you can play as a fucking Sega Saturn in a ball. Interesting. Hmm. That's ridiculous. I want to play that. The Game Gear one runs out of batteries real quick, though, so don't pick Right, exactly. It's it's not great for Monkey Target. It just kind of fades halfway through with a flight towards the target. Um, That sounds fucking great, man. Yeah, I, I like it. Sega getting a little uh, self-referential, giving themselves some self-love, man. Sega should do that. Like, it can't just be Sonic. They gotta love the monkey, too. You know, just, uh, I don't know. That's uh, that, that's good shit. I'm glad they, glad they put that in there, because that's the kind of hot nonsense that, yeah, fuck it. Like, 
Why not play as a Sega Saturn in a ball, in a monkey, uh, in a Super Monkey Ball remake compilation in 2021? Yeah, fuck it. Throw in the Sega Saturn in a ball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Might as well. Um, truly, I don't really understand why they're making that remake. Like, I don't know who's clamoring for this, but it feels like Sega, you know, a while back they did that little survey and like you know basically asked everybody like do you like anything that we did besides sonic and i feel <laughs> like they might have gotten the message like yeah go ahead try some other shit <laughs> like maybe uh, maybe people will buy it so i feel like i have to support this i gotta i gotta go grab those monkey balls <laughs> when they uh, when they inevitably come out um <laughs> what what is so funny guys i don't understand <laughs> i wasn't laughing I know, that's why I'm asking Johnny. Uh, you know, I want to know, you know, what's the story here, Johnny? You find something funny about the phrase, grab those monkey balls when they inevitably come out? <laughs> Game 5.
So, uh, this is the only game in this series that was not published by the developers. Who has their answers ready? Okay, Johnny does, because he's showing it off before everybody else has written their answers. So, uh, John says Munka, um... Because he's apparently throwing the game. Uh, Johnny and Jesse what? have the correct answer. This no, is I'm Shantae. losing the game. <laughs> Dang it. Fucking soundboard. Da -da 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 -da. So, yeah, um, this is the original Shantae for the Game Boy Color. Yeah. Yeah, and again, sorry, David. I, I, I'm not throwing the game. I'm losing the game. There's a huge difference. Throwing oh, implies intentionality. I'm fucking up, is what I'm trying to tell you now. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not trying to rub it in. Um, no, I know you're not. Thank you for giving me the bit of the doubt. Thank you for thinking that I knew what the fuck this was. I did. Uh, I, I did, actually. I didn't know Shantae had mini games. I thought she um, was just a genie who turned into animals. Uh, she does. In the original game, there's actually three mini-games. There's a racing mini-game where you do a foot race against Roddy Tops. 
there's a gambling mini game where you like roll dice to place bets on lizard racing. Um, and then every town has a dance studio where you can do a dance mini game and earn extra money. Cool. Good. So it does include mini games. Uh, there are games within this game. Um, and this is the original Shantae. And it's not that great. Um, <laughs> Whoa, David, like, how are you going to sell your girl out like that? Well, it's like for a Game Boy Color game, it's surprisingly good. But there's a, a lot of things that um, they uh, you can tell it's the first game. Um, I think one of the big things that bothered me is every other game you can buy like upgrades to make your hair whip attack stronger and make it go faster so you can whip multiple times and whatnot. Uh, you never get to upgrade your hair, so it's always slow, it's always short range, and it's never quite that strong. And enemies take a shit ton of hits in this game, so instead of just like a fun little action platformer you're just running around like whipping your hair and fighting enemies this like it's a lot slower and you have to plan things out more um mm. it's kind of more like the original castlevania where oh, you can't no. just like run in you have to like kind of take your time and feel things out hmm cool fuck that so not what i want wall <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there is not wall meat now. Can you break a bunch of like candelabras with her hair and eat the meat? No. Hmm. Uh, there is a day-night cycle, and enemies get stronger during the night, oh. um, which is very frustrating, especially in the very beginning of the game before you can like buy magic items and weapons because um, you're pretty much stuck with your slow hair whip, and then all of a sudden, like, here's some giant monster that normally takes 10 hits and now it takes fucking 20. Like, yeah. oh God. Talk about a horrible night to have a curse. <laughs> Fortunately, there um, isn't like a prompt. Like, it just, it turns to night. Like, it doesn't stop everything. And like, okay, what a horrible night to have a curse. Like, no, it just kind of happens. Um, but it's still like a fun Metroidvania game. Um, and it's still good. It's just not as good as later games. Um, later games definitely improve upon it. Although no, one it thing that I did like is it recently came to Switch. Um, and when they ported it, because it had special features. It was a Game Boy Color game, but it was released after the Game Boy Advance came out. So it it would the cartridge would recognize if you were using a Game Boy Advance, so it would brighten up the color palette, and you could buy a special transformation dance only if you were playing it on the Game Boy Advance, and huh. like you could never access that otherwise. Uh, yeah. But in this newest port, when you start up the game, it asks like, "Do you want to play Game Boy mode or Game Boy Advance mode?" So. I think I thought that was a cool little detail. Like I, nice I like, yeah, I like when when companies do like port stuff when they add those little quality of life features, especially if it's like we're gonna do something super cool for those who play this on a different system. Like anytime that there's a like a Game Boy port and they have the Super Game Boy like borders on it, like that's a nice touch. I like that. 
Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. So, uh, what are the uh, what are the animals that you get to turn into in this one? So you get to become the monkey, the elephant, a spider, and a harpy. And, I only care about the monkey. Um, it's it is kind of weird though because the monkey is a brown monkey. Um, and in every game after this, they kind of realize, wait, Shantae has purple hair. It should probably be a purple monkey instead. Um, so this is the only game where you get to play as a brown monkey. Huh. It's just a, uh, one of those, like, odd details. Right, bananas. yeah. Yeah, if you want to make it very clear that it's still Shantae in that monkey's body, you should make it a purple little monkey. Not a, not a tan or brown monkey. That's odd so mm, yeah fuck them you know terrible game four out of ten i was a um, round monkey Negative. this this guy i follow on youtube uh minor vintage gamer he's the one who actually ported this to the switch and he did some pretty interesting in-depth videos on Wait, the process he himself yeah oh okay like yeah he coded up a Game Boy emulator and then and then they actually like edited the Game Boy rom to reference like the switch buttons and stuff like that. Hmm. So it's still playing as a Game Boy emulator, but like they they did some stuff to make it, I think, feel better on like the Switch button layout and rename things to ref to make sense on the Switch. Like I think instead of like saying press start, I think it says like press plus or whatever the Switch's start equivalent is. You know. Um, I remember seeing something about that just because like when the when the port came out, somebody was posting about it's like, oh yeah, I did that. Like, yeah, one guy was like, "Yeah, that was me. Enjoy." You probably saw me retweeting his video because <laughs> I definitely did that. And um, and yeah, you know, fun fact about that whole Game Boy Advance mode uh, thing uh, is that the regular Game Boy Color could do everything that you could do in the Game Boy Advance mode. Like, you didn't need any extra actual processing power or anything to have that extra transformation. They just locked it away to only work on a Game Boy Advance. Well, because I have heard that you can do it in the Game Boy Color version. You just have to activate the debug mode in the game, and then you can basically, like, do whatever you want. So it is possible. It's just now significantly easier. Yeah. You don't have to, like, debug the game. You just kind of go over to the shop and say, hey, I want to buy the Tinkerbat dance. Like, all right, here you go. Yeah, well, I Which learned... I think in the original Game Boy Color version, if you try it, it the like shopkeep says something about like oh i'm sorry you're not advanced enough yeah what's that supposed to mean <laughs> i uh, i went down a whole rabbit hole trying of like when i when i learned there's a game boy advance mode on a game boy color game i was like what the fuck and i looked it up and i think there's only like three games that use this feature <laughs> like it's like this and i think the two capcom zelda games have like an advanced shop or something like that that opens up um, and like, that's it. I would be it so upset. I would sorry, be so ahead. upset if I bought a Game Boy Advance just to keep trying all my Game Boy games and discovering that like, no, very few games give you any extra features. <laughs> like, that's it. I, oh man. I mean, it makes sense because Capcom actually was the company that published this. Um, and they apparently like they were ready to go and then Capcom just sat on it for like six or eight months and then the Game Boy Advance like came out and launched and that's part of why nobody got this fucking game. <laughs> right, yeah. Why would they at that point? There you go. Hmm. 
strange. Oh, man. But it's it's still a fun game. It's not as good as the rest of them, but it's still enjoyable. Um, I definitely recommend the Switch port just because of that advanced mode. So where is it sitting your Shantae Power Rankings? It's, um, you know, it's... I would either rank it at number four or number five. That's out, out of five, five right? Yeah. Out of five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, I've lost track. How many Shantae games are there? Seven now? This is no, one of things, only five. This is one of those things where you look at it and you just wonder, like, how did this spawn a series? Like, it's an okay <laughs> game. Don't get me wrong. It's well, it's weird because like it took forever because when they made the sequel, they released it on DSiWare. Mm. Like, oh yeah, you have a DSi. Download the new Shantae game. Like, wait, uh, what? But you, that uh, game turned out to be pretty fun, and then Pirates Curse came out and was fucking great. And then I think that's when everything kind of got a li- little bit more solid. Yeah, it's it's like Way Forward was doing the uh, the indie game thing before there was any real like I don't want to say demand, but like definitely not as simple of a platform for releasing something like this. Like they had to do this on the Game Boy Color and shit. Whereas if they made this in oh I don't know two thousand eight or so, it would have come out on like the Xbox Live Arcade and the fucking you know PlayStation Store and maybe even WiiWare and been arguably played by more people at that point like so yeah they just they were too they were jumping the gun they were they were too ahead of the game like you know i know it's not technically an indie game because they developed it and capcom published it but i'm just saying like you know this could have become a series even without this first game coming out if they just released this first game in you know seven years Just after it's released. <laughs> yeah, and like, I mean, hopefully... Nothing if, was stopping it at that point. Because, like, yeah, it, it's got appeal. It's got, you know, cute witch girl fucking, you know, dancing animal transformations, Metroidvania platforming, all that shit. All these things that are, like, appealing in very uh, various ways to people that download games. It's all here. So they could have just sat on it for a long-ass time. I mean, I, I hope they they wouldn't have sat on it. Like, I hope they didn't finish it in 2002 and like, nope, that's it. Fuck it. We're done. Like, well, I, I hope they would have like, maybe, I mean, let's, maybe let's go back and check some of these things. Maybe right. we should make the hair whip faster. Sure. But like, you know, what happens if they, you know, they get to the point where they're satisfied with the game and then they're like, God damn, you know, reduce, producing these cartridges is prohibitively expensive. And Capcom's backing out on us now. I don't know why. Like, okay, we'll just sit on it for a while until there's a digital download service. And, you know, DSiWare would be the first one that comes along to save the day. That So, yeah, really, they were just, you know, they were, uh, they were a solution looking for a problem. And, uh... Wait, no, that's the DSiWare. The DSiWare was a solution with, with looking for a problem. And... No, I think the DSiWare was just a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either way, the, you know, the timing just didn't quite time out on uh, just this being, like, the beloved darling of downloadable, you know, indie game, like, as an era. But, you know, ultimately, yeah, all the games that have come out since kind of, you know, cemented Shantae's legacy. This first one, eh didn't really need to happen <laughs> like it's just funny how that goes like great first try you could have just gone with your second try like you know, it, you, know in, you really didn't need this first one at all 
it's kind of like Metroid. Like the first oh, game yeah. is the first game is important, and I'm glad it exists, but I don't really want to play it. But see, and th the problem with Metroid though is it also extends to the second game. Nobody well, wants yeah. to play Metroid Two anymore. Um, I, I do want to you know play the 3DS you know Samus Returns, but uh, no Metroid Two on the Game Boy can fuck right off. So it, it, you know if a series is strong enough to just ignore the first two entries in it and start at its third game, then it's you know just destined for greatness. That's that's the message. So yeah, Super Metroid and Pirate's Curse. That's where it's at, baby. Yeah, yeah I would agree with that. 1A and 1B in all-time Metroidvanias. Super Metroid and Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. That's David Fleming's quote about these two games and their unique relationship. That is my quote that you just said. I heard you say it, David. You know, your eyes said it all. So, hmm. What a game. All-time classic. Shantae for Game Boy Color. The greatest game of all time, David. I mean, if you want to go on record, sure. No, the one that's what you said, David. I heard you. Yeah. I, I will not be gaslit. Live you, power on the show. It, you power ranked it five out of five. Yeah, that's a perfect game pro score, David. Yeah. <laughs> that's no, the that's... really excited dude's face. Yeah, this face. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, David. It's the best game in the whole series. What the fuck is happening? I'm, you know, I'm gaslighting you, David. Live on the air, man. It's happening. You said that this Shantae for Game Boy Color is the greatest game in the whole series and that it stands shoulder to shoulder with Metroid. Yeah, David, you said that you had a better time playing this game than the time you saw a monkey rip its own testicles off and saw it throw at another monkey. You said that. I heard it. We all said that. It's, it's gonna be on the free play jingle. Can I, can I edit this episode? I need to check some of the audio logs. Like, let me go back for a bit. Be my guest, David. Be my guest. Uh, in I'm the meantime, though, episode. Johnny, it's time to rip David's testicles off and feed them into the calculating computer. Oh, God. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. This game's winner is Jesse Moore. Oh my god, Jesse. Yeah, we finally cleaned all that blood and lymph and mucilage out of the calculating computer, and it revealed that you were in fact the winner of tonight's episode. Son of a bitch, man. What a That's right. What a showing. Back to back. Four fucking points. Yeah. yeah unbelievable. Lot. Literally unbelievable, Jesse. Unbelievable. I you know, feel like the fix is in, but uh, you know, I'm uh Wait a second. I, I, I have no I have no leg to stand on here because I have zero points tonight. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm not yeah. so shitty at the game as uh, Johnny is that I can use that as a you know platform to get an actual like fucked up win. So yeah. Jesse, congratulations. You've done Thank it, you. man. You've won tonight's episode of Game That Tune. Thank you. you know, strong showing. Uh, big, you know, BDE, big, uh, you know, wait, no, big, big BMBE, big monkey ball energy on tonight's yeah. episode you got there, Jesse. Super and, uh, monkey ball. Oh, God, yeah, super dick energy. <laughs> uh, so I, I got to know, Jesse, what do you got in mind for a theme for next week's episode? How about games where you ride on other animals? Games where you ride animals? Yes. 
Okay, not like, other it, animals. It doesn't... Well, because you could be an animal, too. Don't change the wording of the fucking theme, I mean, Jesse. Speak the theme. If you could ride an animal in the game at some point, it's it's usable. Yes. Okay, and it, it can it. be the same animal. Like, if you're a dog and you ride a dog, that counts, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, good, good. Yes. Dog on dog action on next week's game. That's <laughs> it. No, uh, animal <laughs> riding on next week's game that tune. That's oh, yeah. you know, Jesse. I like it. Yeah. Now, question: Real animal or fictional animals are both valid? Yes, fictional as well. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Then yes, we're all the way ready for next week's game that tune. Now, fucking, you know, we're gonna be riding animals just like we do most weeks on game that tune. But next week it's gonna be the theme, so that's fantastic. Um. What a what a what a showing, man! What a strong strong episode of game that tune this is, man. You know, Jesse, you're on a fucking warpath right now. Um, you know, looking uh, looking ahead to the next month. Yeah, no, I yeah, you know, I like it, man. You're pointing at the sign for August absurdity. You know, fucking reminding everybody why you're the champ of game that tune. Fucking a, you know, back to back wins. It's uh, it's not unprecedented, but it's uh, it's very low in the list of precedents that we have here on game that tune so yeah well done and thanks to everybody who joined us for this episode what a what a fun episode we've had thanks to everybody watching live with us we're live every wednesday night we're on twitch youtube and facebook except this you know wednesday because this is a tuesday we're typically live on wednesday nights though i think uh you know we might be having some uh, some ongoing tuesday shenanigans here in the future uh, i'm just uh spitballing here no uh no you know evidence of that just yet but we're live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash game that tune. Search for us on YouTube, Facebook, anywhere you want to watch us. We're live and we'll let you know. We'll shout at you. Uh, thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Our podcasts uh, still reliably come out Tuesday mornings uh, at Game That Tune or anywhere you get your podcasts. So listen, enjoy, rate, subscribe, all that crap. Follow. I don't know what the words are for podcasts anymore, but do whatever you do to a podcast to Game That Tune. Uh, thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune patreon.com slash game that tune is the home for awesome exclusives we've got uh, all kinds of fun stuff we've got mixtapes we've got GTT gems we're going to bring back the movie commentaries if Johnny doesn't go out of town next week uh, you know, we got a lot of fun stuff in the works you help us keep the lights on over there at uh, twitch.tv slash GTT radio or 24-7 video game music live stream uh, and we just super appreciate you guys supporting the show so uh, we're very thankful for all our patrons. We're especially thankful for our absurd fans on Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, and Unsettled Zebra. A fantastic group of patrons at patreon.com slash game that tune. Uh, Jesse, who was our requester tonight? It was Mork in the Discord. Mork in the Discord. You know, Patreon absurd fan Mork. Thank you so much for that request, and thank you for being in the Discord. That's the best place to make your requests. Uh, or you can hit us up, gamethattune at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at gamethattune, or find us individually on Twitter. We love talking to you guys, hearing from you guys. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at EFD Fleming. And you can find this week's winner, the back-to-back Game That Tune winner, the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore, on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. 
Yep, so legendary performance there, Sega Legend, and I assume that you have legendarily great bonus tunes to take us home. Oh, I do. Um, so, one, another one of our favorite artists has passed away recently. God uh, damn it. The, the incomparable uh, Biz Marquee. And, and I tried so hard to find some kind of like fun like video game remix of his, one of his tunes, and I just couldn't. But it's hard it, to remix... You know, mouth ma- mouth beatboxing. It's true. very hard to do. <laughs> but in a video game, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, uh, this oh. marquee song, The Vapors. We got the Vapors. That. Yeah. So let's let's rock it. Radio, TV, and even the press say what's the meaning of V A P O R S. The meaning of this word, without no doubt, means nobody wanna be that when you're down and out. Now when you're established and got a lot of money, everybody wanna be your buddy and honey. Like tall builders, they call skyscrapers. And you feel it. Nothing can save ya, but this is the season of catching the vapors. And since I got time, what I'm gonna do It's tell you how they spread it throughout my crew. Well, you all know TJ Swan, who sang on my records. Make the music nobody beats the biz, well, check it. Back in the days before this began, he used to try to talk to this girl named Fran. The type of female with fly Gucci wear, with big drug jewelry and extensions in her hair. When Swan tried to kick it, she always best talking about, baby, please, you work for UPS. He wasn't no type of big drug dealer. My man TJ Swan didn't appeal to her. But now he trucks golden with fly belly boots. Rough leather fashion and tough silk suits. Now she stopped fronting and wants to speak and becoming to all the shows every single weekend. To get his people number, she be begging, please. Dying for the day to get skis. She caught the paper. She caught the paper. That's calm and plain He goes by the name of the Big Daddy Kane The mellow type of fellow that's laid back Back in the days he was nothing like that I remember one he used to fight every day What grown-ups would tell him he would never obey He wore his pants hanging down and his sneakers untied And a Rasa-type tango tilted to the side Around his neighborhood people treated him bad And said he was the worst thing his mom's ever had He said he would grow up to be nothing but a hoolum Or either in jail or someone would shoot him But now he's grown up to their surprise Big Daddy got a hit record selling worldwide Now the same people that didn't like him as a job Saying can I borrow a dollar? Ooh, you're a star Action 52 is copyright 1991 Active Enterprises. Midway Arcade Treasures is copyright 2003 Midway Games Incorporated. Plants vs. Zombies is copyright 2009 PopCap Games. Super Monkey Ball is copyright 2001 Sega Games Company Limited. Shantae is copyright 2002 WayForward Technologies and Capcom Company Limited. Trying to keep a straight face so that we can just transition to the next game and it's a good podcast moment. You're fucking it up, John. Oh, shit. (laughs) God damn it, John.